This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? On the listener app and on your radio, this is Triple M's Rush Hour. JB, Bill with Bridge Duclo. It's Thirsty Thursday, Thirsty Camels Hump Club for exclusive weekly offers and rewards. Membership has its perks. Join in-store or at thirstycamel.com.au. Drink responsibly. And on Thirsty Thursday on the Rush Hour, we chat footy. If it's happening in footy, one of the biggest stories of the season has just dropped. This man will be all over it. Have a go at Jay-Z. He's everywhere. I know. He knows everything. On Triple M's Rush Hour. How are you, mate? You big bowling ball. (laughs) You good? (laughs) It's Jay-Z Clark. Relax. Looking, Jay-Z. Season over, Jay-Z. That's it. The season is over, Jim. Hello, Bridge. Bring some class to the show. I like this. Thank you, Jay-Z. Congratulations to you for a great year, too. Thank you. Um, Although... One season finishes, uh, Bridge, mm. and then you sort of got to try and step it up a gear because then we go into the trade period, which brings a whole other level of madness to things. So, Clayton Oliver, um, when we speak about this, yes. much ado about nothing, or oh. was there plenty in there? It's been a massive story. I think the development over the last sort of six or eight hours is that Clayton Oliver has indicated to Melbourne that he wants to commit to the standards and disciplines that they want Good. and that he wants to stay at Melbourne. So if you'd asked me that question 48 hours ago, I felt like it was really up in the air, a bit of a 50-50 situation. But the feedback, Melbourne has been really buoyed by what he said and what his manager Nick Geeshan has said sort of yesterday and today. So I think the parties are moving closer together on a uh, on agreement to stay. So can I ask yep. a question for people mm-hmm. who don't know? Yep. Why are Melbourne questioning it? Because his, his professionalism and standards um, and behaviour, body language, have been a real problem, um, yeah. Bridge. And it's it's complex. Like Clayton has some personal challenges, which yeah. Melbourne have really supported him with for a long period. Mm, mm. But it's got to the point where Simon Goodwin, Alan Richardson, Gary Pert, Pert wanted to draw a line on the sand, yeah. a line in the sand. Because Melbourne, you know, this, this final series, the past two years, they've bowed out in straight sets. Um, mm. tiny margins, whiskers, and this game is a small margin. So to help try and get the um, the standards they want on and off the field, to get the cohesiveness in the midfield, you know, the synergy, they've said to Clayton, we're not putting up with this anymore. Mm. We're not looking the other way. This has to improve. So we saw with That's his... That's fair enough too, yeah. from a footy club point well, of view. What I was going to ask you, Jim, what do you... Th- they have been really firm and really hard yep. here. It is strong leadership from those guys. What do you think from a, a broad brush perspective about it? Because I think Melbourne fans, 48 hours, hours ago, looking, going, why the hell yeah. are we trying to kick yeah. out one of the best players in the competition? And I get they would think that, and they're not inside the tent, so they don't know the detail that you've just gone into, and mm. you know much more than you're giving us, and I totally understand why. Mm. So what the the club have said is, listen, mate, you know, we, we can't keep going on like this. Yep. You, you've got to get to a point where you can deliver us and the other 42 on the list, or 41, whatever it is now, yep. what we need. How much has it got to do with the 12 weeks he had off? A bit to do with that? He didn't handle that well. That is a yeah. big part. Yeah. And I think um, towards the end of the year, when he was late to his exit meeting, mm. he was in a bit of a state. Mm. And I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. So you want you get to the exit meeting, you want to talk about, right, the standard's over some, are you going to come mm. back in great shape? And he's all over the shop. Well, it's like, well, what are yeah. the issues here? We've got yeah. to get to the issues. Well, it's good that they've got back into a room and yep. had it out. And yep. I, Because I, I love Clary. He lived with my brother for a year when he first joined yep. Melbourne. Um, he's a ripper. I just hope that he, 
not wake up call because it's not that. But I just hope he he takes these meetings for what they are meant to be yep. and goes away and goes right. Yep. I've got to tick mm. the boxes. Largely, Melbourne wants to help Clayton, yep. but he's also got to commit to that and help himself essentially. Yep. So they've got to meet in the middle on some things. And you can't when you got one of your highest paid players and one of your leaders of your team mm. doing the wrong thing. Well, it sets a horrible example for everyone else. So if Melbourne are going to make the most of this premiership potential, I like what they're doing. I think um, you mentioned a wake up call. I, I think he has got this message. It, it has hit him mm. um, because does Clayton Oliver really want to change clubs? Is he a person who's going to be able to adapt and adjust to new environments? I probably like Geordie go, maybe Dustin Martin. That's well, probably... there's two great examples. Yeah, well, then the blokes who have around. got it absolutely right and then have yep. gone on to, to win premierships. All right, Xavier. That, can I just say, that, that said, right, that said, if things do fall apart and Melbourne want clarity by the end of the weekend on all this situation, if things do fall apart, i got Adelaide as the clear front runner. Oh, okay. They are all over him. They they are driving the wedge. They are they are trying to get Clayton Oliver. Darren Burgess, the fitness chief, who you respect, Jim, he uh, has a great relationship with Clayton and thinks not only physically he can get the best out of him, but knows him as but, a person. But how would they get him? How would they do that deal? Oh, it would be a mega one. So they've got mm. their first round pick. They've got a top 10 pick. Um, that would be the starting point. Melbourne would want a secondary um, uh, high choice as well. Shane McAdam, uh, they're interested. He's coming across from Adelaide, so there'd be some parts to it, but also they've got a fitty salary, which I believe is up to 1.3, as much as $1.5 million over the life of this collective bargaining agreement. He's got the full TPP increase, the full whack. So I think they can manage it, um, Adelaide, but it does take up a big chunk of their salary cap. They would love him because he's exactly what they need and he has the relationship with Burgess. Also what they don't have. Uh, Xavier Dersma while we're talking about it. Yeah, so he could be headed to um, Essendon, and this has only really developed over the last 24 hours. Port Adelaide, we know, are busy. They want uh, Sava Radagalia, Brandon Zerk Thatcher, and uh, Jordan Sweet from the Western Bulldogs, but they've only got that future first-round pick, Mm. don't they? So Jason Cripps is under pressure, the Port Adelaide list boss. They may have to lose one. There was a bit of talk about Ollie Wines, the Brownlow medalist. Mm. Port saying he's definitely staying, but he's an on-baller who's been playing on the wing. So we're, you know, he, he didn't have his his best season clearly, or a great season. So Xavier Dur- Dersma, who could provide a bit of polish and class on the wing, that outside running power. Essendon has got a lot of good inside toughish midfielders. It is the running power, the wing sort of speed that they are looking to. So it's a nice fit for Essendon. I think this could develop potentially a straight swap. Brandon Zirk, Thatcher for Xavier Dersma well, to Essendon. they gave up their first rounder for Jason Horn francis They do it again. That's two years in a row. You yes. want to win a flag. Yes. Otherwise, all in. you're kicking the can right <laughs> down the road, little Jay-Z. He kicked the can last night. Yes, he did. Can yeah. I make a comment on Jay-Z? What's you have that? just done that. He's just gone blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Names, names, nah, 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 with not a note. In front no, of him. He's the best. It's, th- Jay, are you? I'm, I'm extraordinated. We, we, <laughs> we need you here all the time. Oh, it's amazing. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Uh, what have I been doing? What have you been doing? Flustered. No, you are. He's lost his answer. I know we're going to speak about the Hawks and Brisbane and Collingwood North yep. and all the rest of it, but just so that we can shut Rabs up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he's had a permanent stiffy since bloody Collingwood won. <laughs> he's not and, on his own. And, of course, you do your podcast <laughs> yes, with? with Scott Penderbury, the great man. The Jock and Jano podcast right, on the listener on app. Here you go. We had Mad Monday um, in Richmond, and the game was actually on the big screen because I just had the Fox footy on. So there was a – and I was just replaying, and it was, sort of, it was just background noise, and we're all drinking and carrying on. The music was pumping, and then mm. sort of like three minutes to go in the last quarter, everyone had been – and then it just went silent. Mm. 
the music went off and everyone sort of watched and listened and it's funny, we were all out of a bit to drink, so everyone was giving each other a little bit of crap and I got to stick that tackle nick and watch the hips and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But no, it was very uh, – and there's a few funny moments with Billy France and he gave a free kick away and gave the umpire and everyone at the pub was just losing their mind with how funny because he was going so off. Nobody picked it up at the time. So, yeah, it's – um. It's nice to sit back and watch that close game knowing the, the outcome. So that's the Jocko and Gino podcast and the listener app. He also talks about the final three minutes, conversations right. he had with Nick Dacos. It's actually a remarkable. Well, no, we just listen. heard that. No, but it was different yeah. about stoppages and just before Jordan to go a goal. He lost his actually, mind. Let's just put it on now, can we? Is that all right? He's completely lost his ability to function. Congrats on the listener app. We're replaying the grand final here with our triple M commentary tomorrow. Oh, Everyone come along. It's great. God. Thank you, Rabsy. Can no I worries. say one thing? What's great about um, – you would have heard Scott's voice there sounding yeah. a little bit croaky. Raspy. A bit like uh, mine. Now, he's a teetotaler throughout the yes. season. Very disciplined man. You've seen the rig. Uh, on him, obviously. So he doesn't venture out of the um, – he, he doesn't drink too much throughout the season. He has given it a good nudge well, over so the past couple of should. days. Do you want to hear the audio of his voice? No. Yeah. Collingwood's Premiership stars going all out for the traditional Mad Monday party. Right. Celebrations from Saturday simply rolling on. Yeah, really good. Obviously, the voice is uh, <laughs> it's gone, but, um, yeah, amazing. Can't you know what? Yes. I spoke about this earlier in the week, Jay Z. Yes, there are Collingwood flogs everywhere <laughs> within it. our department. Yes, like I know they're everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, but we've allowed them to infiltrate our show. They've only got a family of about nine people, <laughs> five of them are Collingwood fans. <laughs> but the thing is, we're all loving Collingwood at the moment, Jim. You know, Craig McRae, he's the guru, he's a magnificent coach. Even uh, Craig Kelly, he's being nice oh, to people for a change. Ned. So, um, we love what the prize right, is. So, have tell done. us about the yes. Hawks, yes. Yeah, so, Hawthorne, so they've missed out on a couple of their. Key defender targets, haven't they? And Asava Radagalea, Ben Mackay wanted to go to Essendon. So they did miss out on the back end a little bit, mm-hmm. but we do expect them to get Marby or Chol. Oh, so for, phones. Yeah, former Richmond. <laughs> no, I told you. See, I was across this, Can you explain this before anybody. Yes. The reception on the Gold Coast is not good enough. <laughs> and phones, yes. in the end, he had an iWatch on trying to get his text coming through while he's training. I knew he'd crack it and come back to Melbourne. So, it was only a matter of time. So he's a busy communicator. Very, very busy. <laughs> he had to put a boy on. Uh, so he's headed to Hawthorne. You expect him to play forward because um, Kuzitsky is gone. Yes, he's gone yes. to Richmond. So there's a ring a ring a rosy happening here. Right. Mitch Lewis needs another uh, partner in the um, in the forward 50. He's going to take a couple of clunks, you'd think, Marby or Joel. Yep. You still worry a little bit about the back line because James Sisley does a lot of heavy lifting uh, there for Hawthorne in the back half. So they made a move, Hawks, but they've other Otherwise, missed out on a couple of their key defender North targets. Melbourne? Yeah, so they're expected, and we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, they will get Zach Fisher from Carlton. Could be a five-year deal for Zach Fisher. Jeez, so he's that's gonna, good for him. It is good. So he's still got what two. Are, what, explain this to me, because Bridge, yes. who uh, I know has been fascinated with this, asked us this question earlier on. Yeah. Why are we in this era of eight-year deals? Of massive deals. Yeah, why is that? Aaron Norton got the eight-year deal. Sydney, I believe, offered him ten. Oh, ten. So <laughs> if you're Western Bulldogs, like you've got to sort of – Match yeah, it. Well, I get you it. Know? But they're becoming very common. And Zach Fisher, yep. I mean, he, he could well be a very handy player for North, yeah. but he doesn't scream five-year deal to me. No, the thing is, though, he had two years to run on his Carlton deal already. So that was – he already had that. And to get him across the line, they had to put an extra bit of – Sugar and spice on it. But you're right. For Zach Fisher, who's been in and out of the Carlton team, mm. that is an attractive yep. option, isn't it? So that's why he's heading to uh, North Melbourne. The other one is Dylan Stevens, a high pick, pick five yep. from the Sydney Swans. What they're trying to do is get some more class and run on the outside. They've got some bulls on the inside. They want a bit more uh, running power on the outside. And with the compensation picks that have been given North, expect them to get pick three for Benny Mackay to Essendon. 
Your boys are in a strong position. That works. All right, what about the two grand finalists? Because yes. it's hard to do much yes. from there. Good news for the Brisbane Lions, because not only have they got Tommy Duday, who's the uh, Essendon defender coming off two Adelaide. knees. Oh, sorry, uh, Adelaide defender yep. coming off two knees. So, But can play. Can play. Yeah. He can he can take oh, yeah. a good mark and that was sort of the one weakness that sort of third defender spot Brisbane was targeting. So they get Duda and also Dev Robertson is going to stay. That's good. Yeah. So West Coast were quite keen on him. He's a he's a hard nut and he's got a great rig. We've seen that when he ripped his <laughs> jumper. But he's a hard nut, so he's going to stay. So Brisbane have had a good couple of days. The other team is Collingwood. They're into Tommy Duda as well. There's been a bit of talk about Ollie Wines. Mm. Um, and Port have tried to shut that down. But what is, what is clear is that Collingwood is recruiting for the now. You know, other than Nick Dacos and Fiddler McRae. They've got Mitchell and Adams who play in and under. Yeah, they do. So mm. I, I thought that was a bit of cu- a, a curious one. Um, obviously, you know, Pendlebrini's last couple of seasons. Um, I sort of thought they might have been well stocked for talent in that mm. area. But anyway, that's the sort of chat amongst uh, uh Club circles. So Collingwood in the now. Brisbane have done really well. The two grand finalists certainly want to do a Geelong and stay up the top, Jim. All right, we've got about a minute left. What yes. else is kicking around, Jay-Z? Yes. Um, we mentioned North Melbourne, Essendon, uh, West Coast we've mentioned, uh, Brisbane we've mentioned, excuse me. So Carlton and Collingwood. Carlton are in a, more of a, a retention phase. They're trying to get uh, Elijah Hollands down there from uh, Gold Coast, of course, to add again to a bit more of that um, spunk on the outside. Melbourne, we mentioned Clayton Oliver. They're going to get Shane McAdam uh, from Adelaide. Again, an exciting playmaker for the forward half. They're confident of being able to keep Harrison Petty. So Adelaide have been very keen on him. They need him and Jacob Van Royen to fire in the forward half and clean up their ball use and their efficiency cost in the finals, of course. So they're confident of keeping Petty. Van Ruyen, they think, could be their star spearhead. The Western Bulldogs kept Aaron Norton, and they might get Nick Caulfield from St Kilda. Oh, I know the draft is a way off, and yep. it's not necessarily your space, but I've been having a look at the uh, Daniel Curtin highlights out of yes. the waffle. Ooh, yes. He looks a good, boy, <laughs> a good judge told me he's a key defender with Bontempelli moves. Yep. That's not yeah, bad. Check him out yes. on YouTube. He is yep. the juice. Great to see you, mate. Thanks, Jim. We'll catch up with Jay next week with all the latest trade news. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with? <laughs>